All right, here we go, everybody. Uh, episode six. Hopefully, we hit 600 one day. That'd be crazy back. to think about. Um, so, those of you watching on Facebook, uh, we're going to try this out to do a live uh, recording. Um, but this is going to be available on iTunes and SoundCloud um, and working on Stitcher, Android, all that. I'm glad um, you know that stuff because I don't. It's very simple. I just got to remember to do it. But for now, to hopefully up the engagement of this, um, which it's not bad, but I would like more people to listen um, because I'm, you know, just that kind of guy. Yeah. That I want everybody to hear the message now. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> um, so we're going to broadcast through uh, Facebook a little bit. And so you guys just to get to be over our shoulder as we talk about some interesting topics that typically come up during appointments, mm-hmm. uh, during conversations with uh, patients, and really, honestly, between us as practitioners as we're trying to figure out what well, is this thing called chiropractic? <laughs> yeah, and what works and what doesn't work and yeah. what, what can we do better? Yeah. Uh, every visit, every person, you know, everything. We're just trying to be better at what we do. We want to elevate our profession. Yeah. Certainly. <laughs> yeah, so what do, you, what do we got today? So I was doing some, looking around for some research and uh, found this one under forward head posture. <laughs> and the title cracked me up, so of course I had to read it. So it says, I didn't pay her to teach me how to fix my back. And I felt that was worth talking about because within our office, exercise is a big vital component of the care. Mm-hmm. And it is interesting sometimes when we're working with the patient, you know, and everybody comes from different backgrounds and we get a wide variety of patient in here. We get the very active, we get the not active at all. Um, so like when we're working and teaching exercises, you know, mm-hmm. you know, some people really buy into it and others are just ready to get through it so they can get out of here and, you know, feel better, but that's it. They're done. Uh, we move forward. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? You know, there's just, we, we should define some things too at the beginning of right. like, what is treatment and what is, I feel better. I should be done with treatment. Right. You know, we know, we know why somebody comes in. I mean. They have a complaint. Something hurts. They don't want it to hurt. Right. I mean, very simple. Um, but then people, I think, sometimes think treatment is like just an adjustment. Like mm-hmm. it's like a massage. Like I'm just coming in to get cracked. I right? want to lay down <laughs> and do nothing. And why are you making me learn kettlebell stuff? I thought you were a chiropractor. Because <laughs> yeah. um, there's so many assumptions made of like what does it mean and and what are what are, what happens at a chiropractor. Right. Um, and then their definition of being done is. Uh, if you adjusted me and it didn't work because you only adjusted me one time. Right. Or <clears throat> I'm not in pain anymore, so I'm good, right? Yeah. And some people get it, and they're like, yeah, no, I know this is going to take time, and I did this to myself, um, and the house is burnt down, and we have to rebuild it. I get the whole process. I'm in. Right. And everybody should do this all the time. Right. Because you're always putting stress on your body. Right. Um, and we just, we're always kind of hoping people just get it when maybe sometimes we just don't explain what treatment and and like success of treatment it really is yeah and the thing in this article that um i hate using fill words but there we go (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) the thing in this article was is asking the question and looking at the data as best as they can because it's hard to to get the data off of outcome assessments and things like that but Mm -hmm. the question is asked in this this article it says you know is it the demonstration of the exercises by the chiropractor is it uh, lack of explanation of why why it's incorporated into the care um, did the patient just not understand it did they prefer more passive treatment just laying there you know getting worked on versus the active side 
And so it's asking these questions and trying to get the answers, you know, from from patients and the chiropractor itself, because it just it varies by office. But in our office, just our treatment level is very active because we use muscle testing. Yeah. You know, you don't just get to lay there. Sometimes you have to flip over four or five times. Yeah. Because we need to. We need <laughs> yeah. to. There's no way around it. I try to minimize it, but it doesn't well, always happen. And isn't that an interesting assessment within itself? Yeah. That if, if it's difficult during your treatment for you to have to move from your back to your stomach multiple times. Right. I mean, isn't that a sign to you that this is a problem? Yeah. And especially <laughs> when the next phase is like, hey, I know you're not hurting right now. Next phase of care is we're going to go out here and roll around on the floor. And they're like, why? Yeah. Why am I rolling around on the floor? And it's like, well, I watched you roll over on a table. <laughs> yeah. And I get, you know, the table's not the easiest thing to roll over on. But it's like, let's go see it. when you have plenty of space, as you can see behind us. You have plenty yeah. of space to roll around. Yeah. How do you do it? Let, let me just see what you do before yeah. I correct anything. I just want to see what your default is Yeah. Uh, and move it there. And, you know, as we try to teach it as best we can in simple language, um, but it gets difficult because we've – from the fitness side uh, into chiropractic side, you know, this is stuff we've been dealing with a long time. And yeah. you make a lot of assumptions and you stay at level 10 information instead of bringing it back down to level one for them. And, and we've, we've worked on that for a while. Um, and I think that's sometimes what catches people. They're like, it can't be that simple, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, it is that simple. It doesn't mean it'll be easy, though. Right. The concept is simple. The work will be hard. Right. will take time. Yeah. Um, can you send me that airdrop that to me? Yeah. So a small Apple plug. What's great about Apple is I don't have to do anything. Is, uh, there go. Airdrop. Yeah. Nate can send me this article he's working on, and I can just open it up um, and hand off to each other. What, what you're seeing is the beauty of an Apple operating system. It's so expensive, <laughs> though. Yeah. So I personally have not had a chance to read this, and I think that's actually a good thing because I get to play listener or patient right? and say, well, what are you talking about? Um what I thought was funny from this is that it is this conversation that I think never happens within like doctor patient situations that probably should is, is whose fault is it that I'm not getting better. Right. Um, the doctor, I will tell you just from working with you guys. No, I know that the doctor takes it on themselves first. Yeah. They assume that you are doing everything you're telling them and it's just not working. They're right. giving you the benefit of the doubt. I don't know what the patient mindset is. Maybe right. they're like, no, yeah, no, I'm a piece of shit. This is definitely <laughs> on me. Uh, yeah, I just didn't do it. Right. But I came to this expecting that you working on me is going to be what makes me better, not me having to do this myself. Right. And we we had that conversation like, you know, you know they're not going to do it themselves. So there is a level of passive care that needs to happen. Yeah. Um, where you're doing it to them or making them do the active here. Right. Because if they were going to do it themselves, they would have already done it. Yeah. And I had, a, I had a situation this morning where, you know, the patient actually did the stuff throughout the week. And when he came in, it's like, felt better. And that's like, great. You're seeing like why it's important to do these things when you're not uh, within these walls, because that's the, we get to keep moving forward versus kind of hovering and staying in one spot and yeah. a little worse, a little better, a little worse, a little better, you know, and, and <laughs> I love that, you know, we have the stairs out here. Um, and lately it seems like, did you take the stairs up here? Yes, why? Well, did they aggravate your complaint or did yeah. you do it and, and yeah. not aggravate your complaint? Because yeah. stairs are a part of your life, you know, especially you know, like <laughs> in your home, you have stairs. Yeah. You know, I don't. <laughs> yeah. But 
other places in the world have stairs and we've got so accustomed to elevators and mm-hmm. <laughs> escalators and you know oh, easy yeah. going up and down things and they come in here and <sighs> oh i know there's <laughs> patients that take that elevator that it's not because they're in pain it's because they know at the top of those stairs they're out of breath mm-hmm. and they don't want to walk in that door out of breath because it's like it's a gut check moment of like Shit. yeah man that's one flight <laughs> I knew I needed to get in the gym lately, but that was the I shouldn't be out of breath at the top of the stairs problem. Yeah. And then it carries over into, you know, teaching them lifting. You know, it's like you're out of breath because you lack conditioning. Yeah. Like base level conditioning. Uh, we're not even talking fitness level conditioning. We're talking yeah. like you can't take a flight of stairs without it aggravating your body. And that's hopefully our hope with the exercises to say, we want to make you stronger than the day you walked in here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's why this is active versus passive. So I have a side question uh, that you just made me think of. How much of it do you think is centered around them not being used to being uncomfortable? That it's okay to be, at, you're going to be out of breath at the top of, you just climb stairs. Right. You're making it a bigger thing than it is because you're so used to comfort and not putting yourself in voluntary discomfort, you know, not not challenging yourself yeah that that little bit feels like a lot yeah i i think that's a very big piece of it we are so accustomed today to comfort yeah i mean air conditioning mm-hmm. cars that have air conditioned seats and i love mine yeah <laughs> i use them all the time yeah we even air condition our chairs in the yeah car now. and it's it's amazing you know amazing technology in texas for sure you know yeah we, well you have black leather in Texas <laughs> yeah. like I do. Yeah. That leather gets hot. Yeah. And it's not the <laughs> seatbelt hot of the 80s and 90s cars, but it's mm. still warm. It's still hot in there. But, yeah, we are so used to being uncomfortable and – Being comfortable. I, yeah. Yeah. And the other part of it, too, is like I always think about it this way. It's like when you talk to people, like when I work out on my own, I never push myself hard enough. Yeah. That's true for myself, yeah. you know. That oh, when people I, always say that. Yeah, I won't. I won't do this to myself. I come to you because I won't do. Yeah, this to you, I want you to push me today, and I'm like, oh, yeah. that was tough, and you know. Um, so yeah, like that pays off, and I think tying it all that back into this article, it's it's saying you know what I pulled away from this article right away was if you're being taught exercises and not why you're doing them, or if you're not doing them well, it boils down to coaching. And we've, I found this out soon after I met you that, you know, training someone's easy, mm-hmm. but coaching someone is completely different. Mm-hmm. It's a different world. It's a different mindset, slowing things down, trying to explain it to them in a way that they understand it and they grasp it. I was fortunate enough in, in a chiropractic school when I hit student clinic that we had my very first staff doctor. He, that was, he's like, external cueing is the thing you need to focus on. If you tell them butt back, they don't get that. Mm -hmm. But if you say pockets backwards, it makes more sense, right? Speak in their language. Speak their language. What are they understanding? Because if you say butt back, they're like, it is. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, I want you to take your pockets, and I want you to try to touch that wall behind you. Oh, okay. Which is why you'll hear us talk a lot about headaches, neck pain, back pain, because we know that's not actually the problem. Right. But it's what you'll hear to be like, oh, you can help me with that? Yeah. 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 Why, why, why are we going out here to do active care? Because I need to see how you handle resistance, load, shifting your weight, you know, rolling over, um, 
I mean, any of that, all of that. <laughs> yeah. How do you find your patient compliancy rate is in terms of exercise prescription? Like when you give somebody homework to do, are they are they doing it? I want to say it's probably a good 50-50. Okay. You know, and, and it just sometimes depends where they're at, you know, where they're yeah. at in the phases of care because there's times where... Personality types too. Personality types, maybe they don't need to be doing something. And I don't want to tell you know tell a runner not to run yeah. what are they going to go do go run they're going to go run yeah so you you have to find that balance of that is that what's best for them you know i'd try to put it in a way that's like if if that activity is aggravating you and you still want to be active what can we do instead what will you do instead that will be more active if you're on the flip side of that where you're not active at all mm-hmm can I just get you to go out and walk? Yeah. Yeah. You know, can I get you, we need to increase your activity because we need to see like you got hurt bending over to pick up something. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, is that because of a lack of strength or was it because of poor mechanics? Like what was the the straw that broke the camel's back? Like, and if we can figure that out, it makes it easy to fix, easier to fix, not easily. You know, I think we have pretty good compliancy in here comparatively. Um, I think a lot of offices just don't even go into it because of that. Yeah. Um, the, the time and resources it takes in order to go through PT and edu- PT education for people um, f- to know they're actually doing it, doing it right, um, and it's having a positive impact on their care. Um, I think we do really well. We we do make the sacrifices of time and resources and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, maybe fifty percent. Yeah. And that's what this whole article is about. And that conversation is. Um, and maybe a conversation we need to bring up to people is like you're in an office where you're more likely to succeed with it, but it's still only about 50%. Why is that? Yeah. Is it because I'm not explaining it in a way? Is it because you don't have the tools and I'm assuming you do, or is it just, I won't do it. Is this just a normal personality? And at best you're going to get 50%. Yeah. So, you know, don't take it personally when they're not doing it. Right. You know, that's a, it's an interesting conversation, but it's also grateful for the ones that are, consistent that actually are consistent about like if i don't come in here i'm not going to do it so mm-hmm. i'm going to keep coming in here and i'm going to spend the money because yeah. i see its value i understand yeah, its value. and there's people if they've got and money on the line they're if you're willing it. to do it you know work on me and just it be that level of care uh we're willing to work on them too yeah um it, what what's always interesting about people and we have talked about this before like oh we should do classes and things like that so it's easier for people to get in the cost of it um, and we'll do it and people don't show up Right. And it's like, well, was it on the right day, different time? Yeah. And then we've moved it all over. Um, and I've asked people, you know, if personal training was free, like, would you would you do it? They're like, oh, yeah, man. Everybody should have a trainer if it was free. But the reality is put out a free class, a free right. personal training class, and it is so hard to get anybody to anybody show up. Anybody to show up. The reality is people people don't want to do it. People don't right. want to do this stuff. They they want to they want the path of least resistance yeah and they want enjoyment yeah and so having to work on stuff especially in an area that hurts yeah. it's just so unmotivating yeah um and that's why we see such a low percentage of people being uh compliant on their care yeah and and really putting it in and an even smaller percentage that really go above and beyond it right uh, and then a smaller percentage of that that truly get it right out the gate right they're like okay i'm in <laughs> and I think that's where, like, you'll see your chiropractor say, like, oh, we only see 1% of the population or maybe 5% or whatever. It's like, I wonder if, if you truly only see that many or if that's just what your perception is because that's the small percentage that get it right out of the gate. Right. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. maybe you are seeing 50% of the population, but majority of those people are just not very compliant. Yeah. Don't, don't stick with it. Don't come in. Just wanted to get adjusted one time. Yeah. Didn't work. So I paint all of chiropractic with that same brush. Yeah. And boom. Well, we, you know, we get those instances where somebody comes in for the exam and, you know, we're like, hey, we'd like to get you in for the follow-up, and then they're gone. and They never show up again. Well, I mean, we take it personally, and it's, we, but that's, we take it personally in the way so we can figure out what we can do better. Yeah. You know, maybe we, how do we pre-qualify this even before, yeah. you know, they get that far and spend that money. Um, well, and I hope there's some chiropractors listening to this that are friends of ours that follow this and, and listen to this, that they... They know that not to take it personal as well. You know, we bring it up personal as a clinic in conversations and our meetings and stuff to know how can we do better to know that we gave all the information in the way that they can understand it. So if they don't come back, it was based on their own decision or right. we, they truly couldn't afford right. $65 to come back. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they afforded $200 to come for our first visit right. and can't come back for 65 but you know, have we offered every bit of help we could to accommodate for even that budget that can't afford $65? Have yeah. we, have we addressed financial hardships and all these things that they know, you know, we care more about you getting better. So that way the ball is in your court, right? You know, I am Yoda. You are Luke. That's right. And this is about me guiding you, but you are the hero of your story. That's right. Um, and they might, that might be what they're like. Yeah, I can't come back. I can't afford it. <laughs> Didn't you want guys, that. You guys don't take insurance. Uh, like, that's why. I, I what I wanted in. was for you to work on me for thirty six visits because I really like the way it feels to get cracked. Yeah. Well, go to the joint. It's cheap. Yep. There's and we plenty. know a good one. We yeah. have doctors we work with at them. Yeah. There's plenty of places you can get that. Yeah. Again, you can do it at your own <laughs> frequency. And if that's for you, that's for you. That's not the way we operate. Yeah. Well, you have any final takeaways for the folks out there in Facebook? You know, when it comes when it comes to your care, it's so easy to default to cost. And, you know, again, back to the insurance, we don't accept a lot of we're not in network with a lot of insurance. In fact, any insurance, but um, Medicare, Medicare, you know, uh, we're in network with Medicare. But when you really start to evaluate your health and what it looks like and the cost, I promise you, when you think insurance is the cheap way to go, Oftentimes it isn't, you know, yeah. because you, you can get stuck with a lot of the bills. And if you haven't noticed, yeah, <laughs> a lot of that's changing. Get that. They're getting all, you know, insurance wants to pay less and less yeah. for things. They think it's cheaper when they check out, but they don't add in the part that, well, when you're, that visit comes back and they didn't cover por- portion of it. Yeah. You're still responsible. <laughs> yeah. For they it. don't add um, it up to be like, oh, I should have just paid out of pocket. Yeah. yeah. You know, what do you value? So that's a question I ask as, as we sign off here. It's like, what do yeah. you value? Do you want to feel well? If you want it to go away cheaply, there's other options. But yeah, and it's a, it's a it's a lifestyle change, which is a cliche statement that I hate that just came out of my mouth. But really, <laughs> we try to get people to understand that this has to be a moment in time that you look back and this was the day things changed, because yeah. it's so behavioral. Yep. And to think you're coming in and using chiropractic as just another drug, yeah, or surgery. It, you're missing the point of what yep. chiropractic is. It's an active type of care. Yep. Active on your turn, you're like you, in terms of you, you are the active person in it. And yep. uh, it's realizing that a lot of what's going on around you and you're putting in your body is the reason why you feel the way you feel. Yep. The way you move, the way you carry yourself, the way you think about yourself, 
the way you eat, all those things are, have resulted in how you feel right now. And if you continue those, what is your outcome going to be in 20 years? Right. And most people are like, not good. Right. <laughs> I will admit, I have not. I have been better to myself, but the last whatever eight years, ever since that one thing, or since I had kids, has not been good. And I have to do something. Yeah. And it's like that's why you're sitting here. I know that's the emotion that drove you here, but what I want you to understand is like this is that point in time that right. you're going to look back and be like this is where it pivoted. Yeah. And I can't make your food for you. I can't feed you. I can't put you to bed on time. I can't shut your phone off. I can't do all these things. You have to do that, but I'm here for you along the way. Right. I'm here supportively and as an, and as an accountability partner. Yeah. Um, and I will be one of the best friends you've ever paid for. <laughs> yes. I will be one of the best friends you've ever had that you paid for. Um, and I'm going to teach you along the way and be there and help you. Yeah. Um, but what's going to prevent that relationship from starting people listening to this and being like, yes, like, it's totally the problem. Like I need to, I know it's a life change. I don't need to just go get adjusted. Yeah. That's exactly how we treat here is that it's not just about adjustment. It's about a life change, but what's going to prevent somebody from even doing that is fear of commitment and, and cost. They're going to think, uh, the chiropractor is going to make me come for way too many visits and I'm just not ready yet for yeah. that. Or they think I no, I don't have the $3,000 that the other chiropractor said it's going to cost. Right. So what we do is we don't charge $3,000 care plans or collect, uh, mortgage on your house and make you sign over your firstborn child. <laughs> uh, you just pay as you come. Pay as you come. Yeah. You come for your first visit. You check out that day. You come for your next one. You check out. Um, it is entirely in your court to stay to your plan that's working. Um, we're not going to f force you to prepay. So mm -hmm. that now you've put money and now you got to use it. No, this is about a relationship. Yep. But you've got to want to be here, and we want to show that it's working. And if it's this chiropractic is not what it needs you need surgery or something i don't want to, have to owe you two thousand dollars right yeah <laughs> i want to say well let's find you the good referral here's a few of the doctors we work with yeah you know this one is here this one's here this one's here here are their strengths let's find the right one yeah if it's fear of commitment um we do phone calls call yeah. us leave a message please talk uh, we'll talk to you even before you schedule yeah the website mullenchiropractic.com when you click schedule there's an entire discovery form it has some basic questions that we will take and call you and we'll talk for an hour if you need to about all the questions you have about what's going on, what started it, what makes it worse, better, different, same, you know, yeah. and evaluate like chiropractic might not be the best bet for you. This sounds like maybe something that has some flags that, right. uh, you know, we can come in and do an eval, but I think you yeah. may want to get into your general practitioner and get a good referral into yeah. a, a surgeon or somebody. This, yeah. this sounds more serious or yeah, this is super treatable. Right. Um, I've had multiple people with the same sciatica yeah. thing and it clears up it's going to take time but it'll clear up Yeah, it takes time but it'll go away um, and then they're they're not they don't have that fear of commitment and then um, usually that conversation comes up of the cost and we explain it to them like i just did and that's gone and so they come in for their new patient visit and they do so well they, they jump into that one percent group that's like i get it man i know why i'm here i know why i'm doing it everybody should be doing this right um, but it comes down to you guys so um if you guys like this today hopefully you did uh, give it a like share comment yeah. Um, you can Reach catch out. it on, like I said, iTunes, Podcast, Molten Chiropractic. Trying to um, find find us on Facebook, Molten Chiropractic. If you uh, look for us online, it's moltenchiropractic.com. Um, if you want to email us because you're scared to make a phone call, moltenchiropractic at gmail.com. It's very simple. Yeah. Molten Chiropractic at something, and you'll yeah. find us probably. <laughs> yeah. Go to Google, type in Molten Chiropractic, you will find us. Um, so we're not some weird abstract name of abundant life restored health something. And yeah. you don't know what they are, and right. their, their logo kind of looks like a cookie shop. Yeah, like, but I think they're chiropractic. Like it's, <laughs> we 
we're very clear Threaten on what we're doing. Molten chiropractic. <laughs> yeah. So um, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, leave any comments, questions you have, or reach out, and we'll uh, catch you guys next time. See you soon.